please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Barnett, what's up? It's Meyer. I've been listening to Season 2 of Run It Back uh, as well. I really have loved the first two episodes. Love Mateen's energy. Uh, that guy, he's like a, a different, a different uh, version of Magic Johnson. Just enjoying hearing his camaraderie with some of the guys that have been on. Tim Thomas was uh, a lot of fun, even referenced him in the Kobe podcast that I did with Mike Sielski talking about Villanova a little bit. Keep it up, buddy. Uh, Running back uh, season two is taking on a little bit of a different shape. Um, We've kind of gone outside of just bringing back old players and talking about one specific season. And we're more or less bringing back older players that we grew up admiring, watching, um, idolizing, etc., to talk about uh, their experience in college and, and then just their life in basketball, origin story to what they're doing in basketball now. And uh, and we really focus on their college years, obviously, when we're um, storytelling about their recruitment and uh, about their time spent at whatever university they're at. So, so far this year, we've had Trajan Langdon uh, from Duke. We've had Tim Thomas from Villanova. And we've had Kenny Anderson from uh, Georgia Tech. So um, we just wrapped the Kenny Anderson one, and it should be coming out probably tomorrow, I think, actually. Um, and uh, I have not heard who our next guest is. There, there's a lot of names floating out there, but um, just just rumors at this point. Uh, Tim Thomas was so fun to talk to, so easy. I mean, they're all great and, and great to talk to. And, like, I grew up kind of – you know, following Langdon because he was just a pure shooter from Alaska. But uh, I remember Tim Thomas being just a huge deal in 1996. Um, and I've talked to Kenny Anderson so many times. Kenny's a, a friend. Um, and so he's always great, and cool, and just a genuinely good dude. Uh, I'd obviously never met Trajan before, and I never met um, Tim Thomas before. And I just remember being obsessed with Tim Thomas when I was in eighth grade. Uh, and he was class of 96 with Mateen, class of 96 with Kobe. Uh, but he was that guy, like 6'9", six, 6'10", six, six, in high school, uh, but could shoot, post up, do it all. And um, I was just – I was in love with him. And then he went to Villanova where Villanova – Kerry Kittles had kind of put Nova on the map a little bit again since 85. Um, but they weren't getting – it wasn't the Jay Wright era. It wasn't the um, – uh, where they were getting five-star after five-star. So Tim Thomas going to Villanova was a very big deal. And um, he's still the only one and done from Villanova in the school's history, which I found fascinating. Uh, but he tells a story. So there's two. There's two. Tim Thomas telling a story about Adidas putting $19 million uh, on his table before uh, while he was in high school. So he, I think he said he was 16 or 17 years old um, when that got put out there. And they basically said, if you're a top, what was it top five or top 10 pick, you know, this 19 million is guaranteed. So he was always watching draft boards, even when he was in high school. And I think he was just outside the top 10 coming out of high school. They had him slated at like 13, which is actually the Kobe pick, which is really interesting. Um, so Kobe goes 13 to the Hornets. That's where the, the, the mock draft boards had Tim Thomas going, had he came out. So maybe it changes the complexion of NBA history. Who knows? Um, but he would watch draft boards throughout his entire year at Villanova trying to secure that top 10 so he could get the Adidas money, um, which was like fascinating. How does a kid that young deal with um, that much money being put in front of him with all that pressure and stuff is great to hear. And then Langdon was uh, very, very like 
candid. Um, and I thought it was really cool. He's the GM of the Pelicans now, but uh, he was very candid about the 99 championship. And uh, he basically said, you know, a bunch of guys on that team were looking at the, the, the money that was about to come after the game uh, when all of them turned pro and he didn't think that they came in nearly as focused as uh, what they should. And everybody kind of, or not everybody, but a group of, of guys came with kind of one foot out the door. And so as he was saying that, my ears kind of perked up because uh, he wasn't holding anything back. He wasn't dogging them either. He, he understood it. Um, but those were two kind of like interesting stories from from uh, a couple of the first episodes. That's awesome. How have you liked uh, hosting with Mateen and how many coffees do you have to have before you uh, get on with him? He's got a lot of energy. The funny thing is the um, – the one time I drank a coffee before we went on, I got told that like I interrupted and talked too much, um, which is hilarious because I was just jazzed and it was the Tim Thomas interview. And so we do the Kenny Anderson thing. Well, Kenny and the team don't know each other real well. I think they've known each other in the past, maybe talked or, you know, met up some places. However, they're crossing uh, their passive cross, but Mateen loves Kenny, like idolizes Kenny. So the same thing I was telling you about Tim Thomas was happening to Mateen when we were interviewing Kenny. And, uh, you know, after it was all over, like the first thing that Mateen said was like, man, I'm sorry if I talked too much. Like, I just got really excited talking to him. I'm like, it's all good, dude. You didn't, number one. And number two, that's how I felt with Tim Thomas for, you know, whatever reason. So it was, uh, it was funny. Anybody listening to this would would probably enjoy it, I think. No, no coffee. No coffee. You send me that. I don't even think we got a coffee. Maybe a Dunkin' Donuts or something in the morning. I can't remember. That's blast. Uh, but we didn't hit any coffee spots. Those, those aren't the uh, those aren't of the utmost importance to us like they are to you when you when you travel, Meyer. But I do always appreciate you giving me where the, the best coffee shops are around there. Um, I, I love the intel of that. But no, the, the New York trip was great, man. Um, we uh, met up with Dennis Page, who started Slam and XXL Magazine. Got to talk to him. Um, got to meet with our Slam fam in Manhattan. The garden looks amazing. It's absolutely on my list. I got to I gotta get there. I got to see a game at the garden. Hey, I taped a, a podcast with the Kobe author and podcast guy, the I Am Kobe guy. I have to check it out. I'm excited about this one. Uh, one day, and then obviously we were very fortunate. Shout out to um, uh, our con- contacts at Duke, Rachel and Dave, for hooking us up with tickets to uh, Madison Square Garden. So we got to go see uh, Texas and Illinois, and then we saw Duke play Iowa in the second game. So first time ever um, 
at MSG, and it was uh, it was cool. It was a good experience, man. It was awesome. It's cool. It's it's made for basketball, like you know, like it's just cool. I'd I'd really like to go to a Knicks game or, or um, you know, some kind of a really hype uh, uh, college game, perhaps. But they were saying that the Knicks games have just a total different atmosphere and feel to them than uh, than. Uh, you know, college games in the garden. But yeah, that place is massive. It's just, there's so much, um, it's just a massive structure. But as far as like the venue to watch a game, it's incredible. Like it was, it was great. It was uh, good viewing from pretty much anywhere in there. As far as we could tell, we were, I don't know, 15th row behind the basket maybe. Um, so we had really good seats, but it didn't look like there was really a bad seat in the building. And uh, you know, you have to go at least once, but I want to try to go at least maybe 20 times before it's all said that. <laughs> uh, we've got some matchups that we're going to be focused on uh, for four launches coming up in January, so we'll kind of dial in, getting more printables out there, bringing some shorts in, obviously, like we always do. Um, and then we got something special coming in February, and then uh, from February, uh, it gets into March, and we've got some major, major stuff coming in March, so um to be continued.